Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee express employment professionals is your one connection go to expresspros.com with endless opportunities it's time to try something new in your job search let express employment professionals help you start at expresspros.com finding the right news podcast can feel like dating it seems promising until you start listening when you hit play on post reports you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated hand-cooked Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Yo, what's up, Bucky? <laughs> uh, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? I'm what's feeling happening? good, man. I'm feeling good. I, ho- I hope you're ready for my annoying energy today. Look, man, your energy will never affect me because it just sets a bar that I will always reach. Nice. Well, welcome to Fox Sports Radio. Filling in for Doug Gottlieb, who you heard earlier, and for The Herd. Now, we'll talk some Kyrie, some Kevin Durant, maybe some Kaepernick. And I got to ask you a good hypothetical later, Bucky. When Mm. do you lie? When do you lie? Because one of my buddies had the opportunity to tell the best lie, but he told the truth. Wow. So... We'll get to lying in a little bit. But this morning, the Nets gave permission to Kyrie opting mm. out. What is your first instinct as to what's going to go down here? 
Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, I am not surprised that they were going to let Kyrie kind of test the market and see what is out there for him. Because ultimately, as much as they like Kyrie the player, he's a lot to deal with. And mm-hmm. when you think about building a championship team, man, you need everyone all in. And when you think about Kyrie and some of the decisions that he made, the lack of availability when it came to being uh, on the floor in critical moments, it is hard to build a championship team when your best player, your second best player, is unavailable. And so, yeah, I think they had to let him kind of go and kind of see what it is because he's not going to be compliant uh, with what Steve Nash wants to do and how they want to get down. You have to let him move on no matter how talented he is. I'm thinking about Kevin Durant. And I'll give you an analogy. Imagine going to the club or the bar with your buddies. And you're like, I don't want to go to that place. And he's like, no, no, we're going to this spot. You get there. Then he leaves with some girl real quick, and you're stuck at the bar you didn't even want to go to. I feel like that's Kevin Durant right now because if you remember, he took the lead of Kyrie. Like, yo, I I chose Brooklyn because of Kyrie. Mm. Is he leaving Kevin Durant hanging, or is it like, hey, you're a professional athlete, Bucky? You played you played a ton in the NFL. Is it like, hey, it's it's the business? I think you have to treat it like, look, it's it's, it's business. This is how we're we're doing it. This is what. we're about. And I think one thing that normally happens in the locker room is you don't necessarily get in the way of people uh, with their money and their opportunity to do other stuff. And so if you're Kevin Durant, as much as you love playing with Kyrie, as much as y'all are boys, you kind of have to let him do his own thing because you don't know what his agenda is. You don't know what he really is seeking and what would make him happy and satisfied. And so you have to let him kind of go. And it doesn't necessarily mean that your bond is broken, but you don't want someone who's not there and you want them to be able to take care of the business. And so it may be a small fracture, but I think it's one that they'll eventually move past in their personal lives. And then from a professional standpoint, man, you have to do what you have to do. Kevin Durant last year saw all the stuff that he had to do between James Harden mm-hmm. and Kyrie. He had to be exhausted just in dealing with all of that stuff. He may never admit it, but we all want to play with the team where everyone is kind of moving in the right direction. And they obviously were not moving in the right direction. Yeah, Bucky, you've been on the field. You've been behind the mic. You see all aspects of this over the last decades. Is it something? I mean, it's crazy to think our attention span and our patience has dwindled. A a year ago, the Lakers and the Nets were both favored to go to the NBA Finals. They both seem stacked and ready for years to come. And within a year, they're both being blown up. Yeah, no, I mean... I try to teach my kids all the time, like, what does daddy say? Patience. Relax. Yeah. Take it, Things, you know, don't happen overnight. Well, I think I think the thing, would you would be more patient if you felt like everyone was very invested in the process. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, the Warriors. The Warriors bounced back from two subpar seasons, but everyone was willing to stick with them because they felt like their guys were invested in the process. Like, their guys weren't, like, selfishly seeking to do things that kind of jeopardize the chemistry and the connectivity of the squad. And Brooklyn, like, man, there's no way you could feel like everybody, and we'll throw James Harden in it, that mm. everybody put Brooklyn ahead of their individual interests because it showed up. As soon as it got hard, James Harden fled. Yeah, when he left, I was like, it's over. In oh, my mind, right. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, this, this idea yeah, it's, is it's, dead, dead on arrival. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a done, it's a done deal. And so when... When, when you have those things and you have players who are unable to kind of put the team first, and even though pro sports are different than like the novelty of college and high school sports, you still have to kind of have that buy-in. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's look, it's, it's 
It's tough. It's challenging. But the best thing that the Nets could do and should do and move on without Kyrie because there's no difference. There's no difference in dealing with the talented player who's not available versus the the maybe lesser talent that is available and given maximum effort. They need more of those try-hard worker available guys. Bucky, you've been in different locker rooms. I got to ask. I mean, when you when you look at your NFL career, is it very clear when the team's all in or not? Like when when a team's like, yeah, we're not behind coach or this is not working versus we're all in it. You hear that all the time. Like everyone buys into what we're doing here. And I'm like, is that a bunch of lip service or can you really tell on the player side of things when everyone's in? No, you can tell. You can definitely tell because guys do things on their own. Guys do things without being prompted Uh. to do it. Guys show up early. Guys stay late. Guys take sacrifices. Guys take lesser checks for the sake of the team because they love the team more so than what the team could do individually for them. Uh, pro sports, you have still have to have that chemistry and connectivity to be able to do it. As much as we talk about the Rams winning because of the talent, I think you saw a team that was a very close-knit group. You look at the Warriors, they were a very close-knit group. You could tell that they could finish each other's sentences. They had been through some wars together. Those are the things that are kind of prerequisites to being a champion. It sounds ridiculous, but from a fan perspective, I feel like you could sometimes see when a team's just having fun. I'm like, am I overthinking this because I'm a fan and these guys are horsing around in the dugout or on the sideline? They're, you know, like busting each other's chops. Like, I feel like you could sort of see that even from a fan perspective. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can see it, but you can tell if they genuinely like one another. You can tell how they go in and out the huddle and basketball things. You can tell when someone hits the floor, do they reach down and help them up? You can tell. Just all of those body language things that let you know if they're well connected. And if there's any little fissure or crack, it blows up. Damn. It ultimately comes out under pressure. 877-99 on Fox. Rich Davis, Bucky Brooks. Now, uh, I said before, Kevin Durant's like the friend you brought to the club he didn't want to go to. And then you left the club with some girl right away, and he's there like, here I am in Brooklyn. In all in all major sports, can you think of an organization that grand opening, grand closing, as quick as this? We're talking. Uh, Brian Winhurst of ESPN earlier said, "Be prepared for the Nets to lose Kyrie and KD." Like we're talking a year ago, they had Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, and now within within uh, eighteen months, all three gone. That's a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. They rolled the dice. They did it, and I think for them. They need to be able to be willing to cut bait. The best coaches, the best leaders, they know when to pivot the organization. Pivot. And I mean they, they, they just know when to when to when to move, when to when to shift, when to do it. And so when I look at this situation, what what else can you do? You tried it, you tried it for two, three years, like you didn't get it. You might as well punt on it now and just start back over while you have some young guys in the hopper. I gotta ask Ramos, Bo. What do you got? What are you guys thinking there? Have you seen a collapse like this ever? As far as like a big market team, just like the Nets. Here's what we're gonna do. Within a year, it's all over. Uh, it's really uh, it's a blessing to me because well, I really what I think is that the Nets were super lucky that the Lakers were such a disaster last year because the Nets were right behind them in terms of like having a. a horrible season oh it's like my theory of the christmas party do you know that you know the theory of the christmas party no i'm very interested though as long as you are not the most messed up no one will remember yep like if you leave the christmas party like oh man i was hammered (laughs) last night oh no i think i hit on someone what did i do 
If you remember one person that was worse than you, no one will remember you. And the Brooklyn Nets benefited from the Lakers being the drunk moron at the Christmas party, (laughs) essentially. And when you think of it that way, guys, Bucky, when you look at the Lakers, we're talking about a 33-49 and 11 seed. Didn't even make the playoffs. Like The fact that even with the... I know people were hurt. No one played the whole season. But with that roster, to be 16 games under 500 and 11 seed... Do you really think a few adjustments? I've heard, I've seen a lot of people in sports media say uh, they're an adjustment or so away from competing with Golden State, Memphis, some of these top end teams. You think that? Yeah. Uh, Is, does Kyrie come there with a cape on? Is he Superman and saves the day? I mean, I think talent wise, they close the gap, but I don't know yeah. if they, I don't know if they seriously compete because they're so they don't play hard enough. Like their effort, their energy, their camaraderie and chemistry, it just isn't isn't right. I think they're more talented and that gives them enough to kind of get into the mix, but to win it, man, they got to be all in. They have to be fortified. Are I don't we, know if they can bring that. Down. Are we also thinking of different versions of these guys? And I say that because, I'll name drop, Emmett Smith once told me, he goes, you know, you come back one year and that's the year you realize, I can't turn the corner the way I used to. I lost a step and I. how did this happen? Are we imagining LeBron Anthony Davis and and Kyrie <sighs> five plus years ago, or kind of. if if they're all healthy on paper, that should be a team that could compete with anybody. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's kind of the same thing with the Golden State Warriors. I think some of the surprise in the media world was that they won because this is an, it's an older team. Yeah, and they're not like they used to be. Klay Thompson was a, a shell of what he he was. Draymond Green mm-hmm. wasn't the same until he did a full heel turn and became the goon. It. it <laughs> It didn't really work for the Warriors. Now, Steph gave us two outstanding performances, but I don't know if he can put together four anymore. And so when you think about the Lakers and the older team, they need, in my estimation, LeBron needs someone on the roster. He can do the heavy lifting yeah. in, in throughout the regular season. Hey, man, just go for your Again. thing. I'll be the, you know. Again, Bucky, these guys, are, these guys are yeah. young men in life, but – after the wear and tear of year after year, they could still be elite. But you see, when you see like young guys like John Morant, that are just energy wise, effort wise, they're just coming into their own. While even even losing a little step for some of these All Star veterans might might be enough where that team really can't do anything. Yeah, but you know the funny thing is like once you win it, you know how to win it. Mm-hmm. The teams that have never done it, there's a level of pressure and scrutiny that comes along with it that can lead you to. Mess it up. The Browns were able to get by with it, but man, mm-hmm. there's some teams like I don't, I don't know if these teams. I, yeah, I, I'm just at a loss. I, I don't like this mix. I don't like these older dudes. I just don't. I don't know if it works. Eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. Let's get the phones going. Ramos, Bo, anyone in the studio want to chime in as well? What is your final thoughts going into the next NBA season? Which I know we just wrapped one, but I who did I hear last night? Heard so. Oh, I heard. Uh, the show after us on Fox Sports Radio last night talking about how very quickly you need to shift gears. The season's over, but front office had to go right to the draft. Yeah, go right to it. It's like yeah. right to the on draft, to, right to the next. The, yeah, r- r- onto the offseason. So it moves uh, pretty quick. Um, when you look at the Lakers, if they do get Kyrie, and mm-hmm. it's Kyrie, AD, and LeBron, what's Vegas going to look at that like? Is Vegas still is Vegas going to say, oh, there are top five chances to win? They might do it because they'll take the money. But yeah, they're not, they're yeah, not, they, they're not they would 100% They're not doing that. it because they, they think that 
they're going to be a real team. They can put nice eyes on them and do all that other stuff. But well, well if, you, if you guys want to play, uh, if you guys want to play hypotheticals, where does Kyrie end up? Where does KD end up? Are the Lakers a contender? Is Brooklyn the quickest oopsies ever in in the world of the in the NBA? world who knows uh we'll take all your feedback next at rich davis at bucky brooks we have more fox sports radio next be sure to catch the live edition of the doug gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m eastern noon pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app the 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to americans and yet there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates young voters who are angry The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Owner of a lonely heart. <laughs> random. Nice, Ramos. I'm a random guy there, Rich. Was this yes? Is that who it is? Yes, it's yes. Man. <laughs> Musical genius, Rich Davis with Bucky Brooks. <laughs> Bucky's like, yo, this is corny. Uh, you like this actually, one? Actually, no. Like, you like what, this one? What, what this reminds me of is uh, Friday Night Videos. Oh, that's that's a that's a throwback. Before, there might be a little bit before me, but throwback. Before your time, a throwback. Music should always. Bucky's right. Music should always bring something up of some part of your life. No and doubt. Yeah. That's that's what it brings up for you. I think yeah. it's great. Friday Friday night videos. It was a big deal because you couldn't see videos, and I remember when that stuff would kind of come out, rock out a little bit. Man. Yeah, that seems like yesterday, but it's not a lot. Any, any time, I, I love the meme that says when someone says thirty years ago, we all still picture like, oh, is that the seventies? So no, thirty <laughs> years ago was the nineties. What the hell, uh, Bucky? I got to ask you before we get uh, get into the NBA. We got Alex Schiffer from the Athletic on standby. I'm looking at pictures of you. Don't don't worry, I'm not stalking you. Mm-hmm. What uniform do you think you look the slickest in? Which which uniform did you put on and said, man, I'm looking sweet. I would say there too. The Raiders uniform is a classic, mm-hmm. and then the Jags uniform was fun because you just there's something about teal, teal, teal resonated black helmet, teal, teal jersey. It's a good looking jersey. All right, let's uh, let's talk to Alex. What's up, Alex? What's going on, guys? How are you, man? Uh, you cover the Nets for the Athletic, and uh, my goodness, I'm sure a busy ass day for you, huh? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Just another quiet Monday here on the East Coast. <laughs> Yo, how is the East Coast, man? I'll tell you what. I've been out here in L.A. for whew, seven years now. I feel like I miss people, but I miss the bagels and pizza the most, I think. And it's Italian food. Yes. No, absolutely. We we have the market cornered on that. I also want to tip my hat to you, Rich. I've never been segued from NFL jerseys to an introduction of me. That was very well done. You know what? I see why, yes. I see why you do this. I bring it. I bring it. I bring the heat. <laughs> All right. So let, let's talk about your crazy morning. The Nets have given permission for Kyrie to opt out. Give it, Give us some fun details of uh, what we should look forward to for the future of the Nets. By the way, a team you cover that I'm imagining the last 12 to 18 months wild when you think about where it started and where it is now. Yeah, if I had songwriting talent, I would write a We Didn't Start the Fire version of all this. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's less about the opt-out and more because, I mean, for Kyrie to get his max, he would need to kind of do an opt-in and trade as opposed to a sign-in trade for some of these deals to work. So I, I kind of took today's events as the Nets telling Kyrie, you know, you think you can get your max, you know, we're giving you permission, go ahead and go find a partner for us to make this work, but you know, I, I don't think, you know, you don't see the NBA jumping around to do this. So I, I think that you're kind of getting a gauge right now as to the Nets kind of daring Kyrie to find a market for him, and you're not really seeing it right now. You know, and thinking about, like, the, the lack of a potential market for Kyrie, let, let, let's just talk about the Nets themselves. Like, I know ownership and, and, and management feel a certain way about Kyrie because he appears to be difficult, but what do his teammates feel about Kyrie and all that comes with him? Yeah, you know, it was interesting this year because 
when the James Harden stuff was going on while Kyrie was part-time, even though Harden was kind of checked out, some of the guys were tipping their hat more to Kyrie behind the scenes than you'd think, because even though he was part-time because of the vaccine situation, he was still coming and bringing it every night as opposed to the beard. So, you know, I, there, he's done a lot of good deeds and, and, you know, been very helpful for guys behind the scenes. So I think the reviews there are better than you think, but I definitely think, you know, when it comes time to winning and some of his availability problems, that's, that's kind of been universal in terms of, you know, everyone having some type of gripe with it. I got to make the analogy I did earlier today. Kevin Durant, my feelings are this. He was sort of persuaded by Kyrie. So it's sort of like your buddy invites you to the club. <laughs> and you get to the club, the club that you didn't even want to go to, and within five minutes he leaves with some girl and you're stuck in the club you didn't even necessarily want to go to. Is Kevin Durant feeling some type of way today? I mean, I saw Kevin Durant, and by the way, Bucky, if you haven't, you got to watch him and David Letterman sit down. Uh, I've yeah. seen portions oh, of It's it, fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, KD seems like he's in a spot where maybe he, maybe he doesn't, maybe he's not chasing the wins, maybe he's just happy with who he is and where he is, but what do you think Kevin Durant's feeling right now? Yeah, I think that's a million-dollar question. As you kind of talked about it earlier, I mean, Kevin Durant came into the Nets by Kyrie Irving's recruitment, and I think part of the problem with some of the power dynamics the past three years with the Nets is that Kyrie has been very quick to remind the Nets that I brought you Kevin Durant, you're welcome, et cetera, with some of his, his absences and whatnot. I, I, think, I think a couple things, that, you know, I, don't, I think it would be his preference to stay in Brooklyn, but obviously the clock is ticking on his career, and what's this roster look like? You know, there's no one-to-one replacement for Kyrie. They don't have the assets because of the first James Harden trade to go and get another star if it doesn't work with Kyrie. So I, I just think that, you know, if you're Kevin, I mean, you don't want to wait the last years of your career, and, you know, you came to this place and hoping it would work out, and it simply hasn't. So... I think that you know he hasn't weighed in a ton on this. He wasn't. He was very bland in his uh, in his podcast and saying he was staying out of it. When obviously he's been very looped in behind the scenes. So I, I think that where he's at is kind of the unknown, right? You know, there's been chatter mm-hmm. that he's leaning toward um, leaving, and then I've heard the same. But I also think that you know the, if the Nets have a plan to stay in contention without Kyrie, he you know he'd be open to it. I have to ask you about Steve Nash and this stuff that we're hearing about Kyrie running extra practices after Nash ran a practice. Um, what what is that about? Like what what is going on with Kyrie <laughs> doing extra stuff behind Steve Nash's back? Because that would seem to be very divisive when it comes to the coach player relationship. Yeah, that's that was news to me too. Because I mean, obviously, again, he was only around so long. Uh, because of the part-time status, and, you know, they would run late on practices and he would be getting extra work in. But, you know, it's been an interesting dynamic with them because, you know, Steve gets the job. He calls Kyrie one of his favorite players ever. You know, in his, Steve's first season, Kyrie was very frustrated with the way uh, the game was being coached, and he called timeout in front of all of us. You know, yes, Steve Nash about it after the game. Steve Nash kind of plays the I don't know what you're talking about card. So it, it's been an interesting dynamic, and, you know, I mean, you look at the way their demeanors are. Obviously, Steve's every way back, cool, easy to get along with. You know, Kyrie, you know, stays with his opinions and, and isn't afraid to tell you what's on his mind. So it's been an interesting marriage between the two of them. So I'm not really surprised on some of that and, and you know, Kyrie going rogue on, on that. But, again, you know, it, it, it kind of fits the pattern as to what's been here before with some of that. Alex, uh, Alex Schiffer, by the way, The Athletic, on with Rich Davis, Bucky Brooks. Alex. I lived in New York most of my life. Let's talk about the dynamic of New York City, Brooklyn, Long Island, 
Staten Island, Queens. The Brooklyn Nets, there is a sense that they are, honestly, like the cool team. They got cool uniforms. The Barclays Center is a cool spot. Brooklyn's, you know, always has its trendy vibe. Did the Brooklyn Nets blow their chance to take this city from the Knicks? I think it's a valid question. You know, I look at having grown up here my whole life. I feel like everybody in the city is playing behind the Yankees for number two at certain times, right? I mean, mm-hmm. no, you're never going to top the Yankees ever. Even when my Mets are good. You're right. It's, it's the, the Mets. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a Mets fan, yeah. too, but you got to know yeah. where your bread is buttered, right? Of course, yeah. So, no doubt. So I, I definitely think it's been a gigantic missed opportunity, but also, you know, I, I think things that were out of everyone's control, I mean – if none of this drama happens, I mean, COVID still would have impacted the ability to, to overtake the Knicks, right, because of, of seat limitations and all that stuff. You know, so I, I think that there's that it's been a missed opportunity and definitely be, being the first title the city's won since, I think, either the 9 Yankees or the Giants right around that time. Yeah. Um, you know, and now, you know, as you said, look at both New York teams. The Rangers were in the conference finals. You know, that already sh- that ship has already started to sail in a lot of ways. So, I think so, but I also just think, you know, that the Knicks are still their own entity compared to the Nets. It's wild. You know, it's wild. Watching. Bucky, you're you're a West Coast guy. Yeah. In New York, the Knicks could stink, but there's still some vibe about Madison Square Garden and the Knicks. And I think I think younger people are starting to be like, nah, I don't know, really I'm not really fascinated by yeah, that. The and the and the Brooklyn Nets had a chance, I think, to really Win them over. It's like the Angels would have to. The Angels would have to have a miracle. Even when the Angels won in the early 2000s with the Rally Monkey, people were probably like, "Yeah, yeah, that's great, Dodgers." Well, even you know, <laughs> you guys coming in LA. I mean, you look at movies that are set in New York. You know, like I, Hitch was on the other night with Will Smith. That Kevin James goes to a Knicks game, a date at a Knicks game. You know, I feel like for the Nets when they had Kevin Durant, if there was even like a movie that featured them in some way, mm-hmm. that would show a sign, as you said, get closing to overtaking the Knicks. You know, just pop culture in general tends to lean toward the Knicks, which I think here the Nets too. Look, we can't have a Nets discussion without talking about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons was mm-hmm. photographed uh, on a boat, had his fish, like like his back appears to be yeah. healing up. So if we lose Kyrie, but Ben Simmons returns and he returns like he was playing at Philadelphia. Is that an upgrade? Is that status quo for the Nets? How do they really feel about Ben Simmons and his potential fit for them down the road? Yeah, you know, first off, I've caught one fish in my entire life, so I don't know how much of a strain it puts on the back. But uh, <laughs> but I, I think that's kind of the question, right, is, you know, if you take Kyrie away from the roster, you still have Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, you have Patty Mills option. You have him, Seth Curry, and Joe Harris for three really good shooters. You re-sign Nick Claxton. That's still not a bad team you have there, is it? A title contender, I, I would doubt it a little bit, but I also haven't seen them on the court in that situation. But I, I don't think that there's a huge loss because they've been playing most of these past three years already without Kyrie and have been and have done pretty decent without him. So I, I think – that's one of the problems with this is that is this a, a hypothetical right now that I've, I've been thinking about is how different is this situation if Ben Simmons was able to get on the court with the Nets and we have some idea of what mm-hmm. he looks like? Would that have impacted Kevin Durant's thinking at all of, of, his, of this situation? Let's talk money, Alex. Right now. <laughs> how much you're making? No. Um, when you talk about the money these guys are making, I, I'm so that's like the one thing that I need. I, I feel like I need a, a master class in figuring <laughs> out how these teams manage the money and the opting out and who pays for what. And even in football, it's like, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, the Niners, well, the, how much money would they need to eat? I saw something where it was like, 
Kyrie, if he went to the Lakers, he'd be willing to play for $6 million. That seems insane. Is that because he wants to win that bad or someone else making up the other part of the contract? Like, how is the money layout for Kyrie here? Yeah, not good, as you said. I mean, if he were to walk completely and take that taxpayer exception from the Lakers, that's a $30 million pay cut. And I think it's also worth noting that Nike's ending his relationship, uh, their their relationship with him, despite him being one of their top selling signature shoes, and that was good for you know ten eleven million a year for him, eight, maybe twelve. Dude, you got to. Um, yeah, I was gonna say at the end of the day, Bucky, it's like money's money. They, they, of yes. course, you could have enough where it's like I don't need it, but to like that's a thirty million dollar difference. It's not. It's, it's not a five million dollar or two million dollar difference. It's a lot of, it's a lot of cake. That's, that's, like a, a lot of, that's a lot of It's like money a Mega Millions jackpot difference. <laughs> like, yeah, come on. I think he has to that's play that That's a few drinks truck. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, like, at the end of the day, how much do you want to win? So if he does go to the Lakers, is that a move that's showing you that Kyrie is all in to win? Is that, is that, is that what you're going to imagine? Uh, it, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. I'll follow up. No, I, I was just going to say, you know, I think that honestly, while it would be a pay cut, it would probably be his best chance to get that max contract because if he, if he proves he's willing to take the pay cut, to go be LeBron's sidekick again, and they and he's available and he plays well and is healthy and and some of this drama goes away, I think him getting extended for a bigger number, you know, in 2023 suddenly becomes a lot more reasonable. I mean, some some league personnel have told me that you know it's going to take more than one year to cleanse a lot of this, and I get that, but I, I do think that showing that you'd be willing to take the pay cut and. Mm and making a commitment to being on the floor and all that, I, I think would go a long way from a, from a recouping standpoint from, with the financials. Telling you, our patience level these days, Bucky, so little. So little. Fans, organizations, so little. like grand opening, grand closing, like I said before, it's, it's uh, to quote Chris Rock, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> you, think, you think like everything's going well? Oh, we got the beard, we got Kyrie, we got Kevin Durant. How many are they going to win in Brooklyn? One year later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. So so crazy. Uh, Alex, really appreciate your time, man. I appreciate it. That was a great SpongeBob narrator impression, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, man. And by the way, go have some grandma pizza, get an everything bagel out on Long Island. Do me Eat on behalf of me, because I miss that food. I'm going back in the end of July, and I think I'm thinking about that more than my family. Oh, wow. I'm happy yep. for Rex if you need him. Take care. Thanks, brother. <laughs> yeah, could I ask you something about the Deshaun Watson thing real quick? Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, not throwing anyone under the bus, but we've all had friends or coworkers or people we know that have done unsavory things. Have you, in your dealings with different athletes and people of, of, you know, we're talking like superstar athletes, is there a sense of invincibility, you think, sometimes where Deshaun Watson's like, I could sort of do what I want and nothing will catch up with me? Do you feel like sometimes when an athlete is so good and so powerful in, in what they're doing that they don't think these things will 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 catch up with them, essentially. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a very reasonable take when it comes to that. I think it's easy when you're um, a 20-something. Um, yeah, because we'd, be yeah. we'd be lying if we said we don't know yeah, uh, someone have, in our life that has had, a let's say, a massage that's a little uh, questionable. We, yeah, we, all, we, have, don't, we can't act dumb, but then you can't say it's not that it's right by any means, but yeah, like, I, is like, it, I think it's a matter of maybe when you have power money and you're successful and every step of the way up into that point of your life everyone's telling you that you could do no wrong maybe yeah it's hard it's hard to find people around you to be honest and to give you the truth and tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear yeah um sometimes when you solicit all your boys to come along with you you need to have that one person that can say hey man i don't think this is a good idea this is yeah. just bad for business bad for everything yeah. if it goes awry like we just you, know, you need someone who 
kind of does that. Yeah. Keeps it real, gives you the skinny and also gives great advice. I think the one thing that Deshaun and others can learn from this is like, man, you got to understand who you are and where you're about and what you represent each and every time, particularly for quarterbacks because the standard is higher. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, no, nothing uh, nothing okay about that. It just, it's one of those things where just put it on the list of things that people you know yeah. have done. Maybe you yourself, everyone listening, have done things that, if done by a celebrity, a quarterback of an NFL, of an NFL team, of an NBA player that makes $40 million a year, it, you're... You, you can't operate the same way, and your mistakes will be amplified. Yeah, you have to you have to move differently, and, and yeah, you know it's one of those things that sometimes uh, you don't learn until you get mm-hmm. uh, kind of caught. You don't know the stove is until you touch it, and so after you touch it, then you are able to make better decisions going forward. And so we'll see we'll see how yeah. this plays out. We'll but, see ultimately what it looks like at the end. But but you're right. What Bucky said is so true. When you are of that level, you could be a pop star. You could be a rock star, an athlete, an actor. If you if you don't have someone around you, sort of being like, "Yo, you're making a really bad choice right now." You can't just have all yes people. You've seen it, right? That's no, that's when people. Work. That's when people. No, you, have to yeah. be able to, you have to be able to have someone that can say, "Hey, man." I've seen that. I've seen that with in the music side of radio. I've seen that with musicians where some star comes out with a real hunk of crap, and they're like, "Hey, what do you think of my new track?" And you know everyone in their room because they want to be along for the ride. Yeah. It's like, oh, br- brilliant. And you're like, well, that's not your strong. You need someone in there to be like, might not be your strongest stuff. <laughs> right? I mean, yes. not every not every song's a hit. No. But the people me. around them are telling uh, them it's a hit. You dig it? No, I didn't dig it. I eh, didn't dig it. All right. Well, we have more coming up next. Fox Sports Radio, Rich Davis, Bucky Brooks, sitting in for Doug Gottlieb. Hang tight. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man 
manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application with Express Employment Professionals, you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier by letting the professionals at Express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team. Express Employment Professionals is your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Yeah, that's us. Hope you're happy. <laughs> what's up, Bucky? What's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, Final hour. Let me tell you, I just got to let everyone know about Discover real quick. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. Don't we just all want a little appreciation? Uh, that's why Discover matches all your cash back you've earned at the end of the first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. Um, Bucky, I want to ask you, I don't know when I'm going to mm-hmm. see you again. Mm-hmm. All right. You have made it to the top of two industries that are not easy. Sports and broadcasting. Both, there's not many spots to make it to the National Football League and then to make it on a national platform in broadcasting. You've done it both. So I imagine you're a pretty competitive guy. Very competitive. In your years of playing, who's the most competitive guy you played with or against that you were like, yo, this guy's, this guy's competitiveness off the charts? I would say Charles Woodson, Hall of Famer, okay. was one of the more competitive guys that I've ever played with. Just had a knack for it, understood it, was very prideful in his performance. And, you know, I played with him when he was a rookie, so he didn't even really know how to necessarily play the game. But he was one of the more competitive guys in anything and everything. Loved it. Loved competing, loved battling, loved taking on more responsibility. That's awesome. And the specimen, who was the athlete where you're like, they, God made them to play sports. Like, who, who was the one that you're like in the, in the weight room, in this practice, everything? You're like, look at this person. I would say maybe the most talented player that I played against or played with would be Dale Carter, who won't get the necessarily uh, get the acclaim, but Dale Carter was a Pro Bowl, multiple Pro Bowl corner, just super talented. Like could just show up and just ball out mm-hmm. and just it was easy for him. It wasn't hard, and you just wonder how good he could have been if he fully applied himself 
and wasn't necessarily distracted by the trappings of life. But, man, he was one of the more talented people that I've ever seen. Thank you, man. Uh, Bucky, at Rich Davis. You can hit me up. Now, uh, I watched a movie last night that I wanted to bring up because sports-related. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Sandler. Prove to me, uh, may- maybe this is what it took. Because I've always still think of Sandler as uh, the Sandman. Woo, his, like, silly, goofy, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer. All the, you know, the classics. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's had a couple in a row now. Where, yo, Sandler's a legit, a legit act. I really believe that. And I, I finally watched Hustle on Netflix where he's a scout for the 76ers and he's, you know, looking for players overseas and just just the whole story. It's sort of like, I guess you would say it's got a Rocky vibe to it where okay. it's motivational. He finds a young player in Spain and tries to get him into the NBA, tries to get him to the combine. It just... I think it's a great movie. And the cameos are off the hook. Like they got honestly, there's probably like 20 NBA players in the movie, legends and current players. So that's cool. If you get a chance to watch it, Hustle with Sandler on Netflix is solid. But I gotta ask you, what if you had to name a few motivational sports movies over the last like man? I say you might want to start Rocky, maybe Brian Song. There's a couple classics, but maybe last 40, 50 years. Uh, those are classic. Yeah, uh, Brian Song, Rocky. The entire series of Rocky, like that's yeah. motivational. Um, I think in terms of inspiration, I would say Remember the Titans, not only because of what it dealt with the subject matter, but just seeing the coach, seeing the coach get the team going, how the coach had to kind of blend it together. I think there are a lot of lessons in that movie that kind of stand out. I cry, by the way. I don't, I'm man enough to admit it. Oh, I, if I watch Remember the cry? Titans, there's a good chance I'm crying, bro. I don't know. I didn't, it didn't move you me like to, that. I didn't cry. You don't, have to, you, don't have to, you don't have to say remember it, Remember the Titans? You cried and remember the Titans? When he's like, strong side, like, left side, that, that part? That that got you? Strong side, left side? Strong. That that got you? That Tears, made you? Bucky. Tears. Man, like. Man. I look at my wife and I'm like, she's. I'm like, don't look at me. I don't want you to see me this way. Wow. <laughs> Ramos, what comes to mind for you? Uh, it would probably be We Are Marshall with Matthew oh, McConaughey. That's a great one. That's a good uh, one. I mean, having to come back from what was it, the majority of your mm-hmm. team passing away in an airline yeah. crash and to rebuild the program up and stuff like that and to have players that think that didn't go on the plane that had to play and come back and play with and start a whole new program. I think that's inspirational in just getting the program back up to, to play again. Because I think there were a couple of times where they just said, let's just stop. Let's not even yeah. return the program back. But, but they... Uh, went forward and, and did it. So we are Marshall with Matthew McConaughey. It's a damn mm. good movie. Bo. Um, I was going to say Remember the Titans too because of uh, the scene where he takes them all to Gettysburg and has that inspirational speech. But I'll, I'll say Moneyball. I like watching Moneyball. Oh, okay. I like Moneyball. It's yeah, a good one. It's yeah, a good that's movie. A good one. It's a good movie and it, it's always fun to watch. And uh, yeah, that's all. I, those two. Those two for me. Remember Money. the Titans. So good. Moneyball. Coach what? Carter was good for me. Yeah, Coach Carter was a, was a good one. You know what's a, you know what's a good one that uh, and and because I said movies or TV shows, mm-hmm. I I really got wrapped up with Ted Lasso. Did you watch Ted Lasso? I have watched some of Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's fantastic. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's good. fantastic. That, that is good. Um, any other? So, I mean, some the, of them are just fun. Like the fun. one uh, the one Ben Affleck just did, The Way Back. I think it was called, where he was like a, a former, yeah, yeah, that, that, was, actually that was good. Okay. That was actually good. Yeah, he's a basketball coach's player. What's the What's the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, uh, Invincible. Invincible. That was yeah. solid. Yeah. That was solid. I, I tell you what, a motivational sports movie. What about the rookie? With Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Yo, I got to ask Bucky, as as a guy that played pro sports, does it irritate you 
when you could see the casting cast non athletes. <laughs> nothing nothing makes me more um, mad when I see a guy that throws a baseball. I'm like, yeah, this guy this guy's got terrible mechanics. Um, it's hard for me to watch football movies. <laughs> yeah. It is hard. The continuity, like, oh! With just all of it. Like, just all of it. What's my movie, Willie Beeman? Jamie Foxx. Oh, uh, Blast Boy Scout. No, wait, wait. Is that? No, uh, Willie Beeman. He's a quarterback. Oh. LO Cool J. Oh. Al Pacino. Any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday, any given Sunday and the program. Those two drove me crazy watching it play out. Blue Chips like, is one of those two. Yeah, Blue Chips. Yeah. Any given Sunday, nineteen ninety nine. How did I say? You know, I said Last Boy Scout. Last Boy Scout was had, that's Damon had a, Wayans. That's, right? that's that's Damon Wayans, and that's a good isn't movie it, too. Yeah, isn't it when he gets shooting on the field? Yeah, Last Boy Scout is what year is that? Ninety one. Jeez, that movie's See, like thirty, 30 years, years old. Ago. See, there we go. Oh, We're just man. talking about it. We're just talking about thirty years ago. Who else was in that movie? Last Boy Scout was Bruce Willis. Bruce, in that? Yeah, Bruce. That's Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. Bruce Willis with hair. That's why I didn't see it. from the movie poster. I'm like, who's the dude with hair? Bruce Willis. Okay, okay. So since we're here, it's a different yeah. segue. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That debate is is one that <laughs> is that a, is a I hate movie? every year because you is know it what? A Christmas movie it, because it has a Christmas backdrop. Is it a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. I want to say no way. <laughs> I think it's an action movie. Hans Gruber at no point was sending out Christmas cards. <laughs> Bruce Willis, there was, I, I mean, it was a Christmas party. You're right. It was at Nakatomi Plaza. It's a, it's a Christmas movie. It's a, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. That's the only time you watch it. Is, Maj- is Major time. League a baseball movie or is it a comedy? <laughs> is, Naked, is, is Naked Gun a baseball movie? Because a good 30 minutes was. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson's in it. OJ's in it. OJ. By the way, I was, tr- again, switching topics. I love this. Bucky. So, my buddy Kavina, who I usually work with, mm-hmm. he's dating a girl that's a bit younger. I don't want to make him sound like a creepo. She's not that. She's like 30. Oh. He's in his 40s. Oh. And so, they, they got that age difference where she is a bit younger, where he'll make references. And she's like, I she wasn't even. She I was wasn't even born yet. She was born in the 90s. And he, you know, he's 45-year-old man. Yeah. She's born in the 90s? We just said, Blast Boy Scout was 91. That's 30 years ago. Jeez. 31 years ago. The 90s? You meet a girl that's born in the 90s. That used to sound sort of weird. Now it's like, no, she's like a mom. <laughs> so he brought up OJ Simpson recently saying like, listen, I don't think you realize before the OJ thing mm-hmm. went down. Mm-hmm. How big of a story was? Movies, TV, First commercials. One. Even when you watch the documentaries, like mm-hmm. like he was a, a crossover star to, uh, he broke like race barriers where like, mm-hmm. like companies like said straight up like, Hurts. Oh, yeah, like white people trust OJ. Like it was like yeah. it is a crazy thing. So we were trying to make the comparison. Who would it be today? Equally shocking. Would that be like God forbid, like Shaquille O'Neal was like accused of murdering people? Like who who's the crossover beloved star now that would be the equivalent to OJ? Mm. Because until the OJ thing went down, he was a beloved figure. That's why it was so shocking. Crossover star. Michael Stra- be like if Michael Strahan, like, oh, you hear what Strahan did? Steph- He's accused of murder. It what? Had to, it had to be Steph Curry. Steph, Steph Curry. Because I think Steph, I think Steph Curry's welcoming in every home. I think Steph Curry's like, I, I think have, everyone is like, oh, look I, at lovable Steph. I, I have, think three, Steph I have three different friends in different cities that 
were asking me like, yo, I can't get a, a Curry jersey for my kid because like they're sold that everywhere. Like kids everywhere. What it's Michael awesome. Jordan? What Michael yeah. Jordan was when we were kids? Steph Curry is yeah. unbelievably mass the, appeal. The whole wholesome star, like good, like because he kind of he kind of fits to like a little bit of everything. It's kind of a little bit of the underdog story, even though his dad was a pro player. Underdog yeah. story does it comes up. He's skinny. We all kind of see ourselves as the skinny dude on the thing. He grows up. He becomes like an icon in terms of like changing and revolutionizing the game. Yeah, He's humble, but with just a, a, a touch, touch of swag. Of swag. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he puts you to sleep and all that other stuff. He like... Anybody else who does the stuff that Steph Curry does, yeah. we would absolutely hate him. Yeah. Shooting shots, turning his back to it, yeah. like all of the, the mouthpiece, other stuff. The mouthpiece hanging out. Oh, like, oh, it would yeah. be like, oh, it's too much. <laughs> but, but not he Steph. Is, yeah, but he's able to kind of navigate that and do it. So he would all be right. the one. So Steph Curry would be the equivalent. If you're trying to explain to a younger person mm-hmm. what it was like OJ. when well, OJ, I, I, Shaq, yeah. Strahan, and you're at Steph Curry would be a great, yeah, like, Steph, yeah. no, it would be like if Steph Curry, yeah, that's a good one. Man, by the way, Bucky, if you if you keep seeing me look past you, I'm not ignoring you. It's just Fox Sports Radio is right next to a yoga studio, and they just let out a bunch of yoga pants, oh, yeah. and they keep passing. Keep, so my, I can't I can't focus can't, when there's yoga booty passing. Like, Can we close the window? I'm distracted. <laughs> All right, uh, listen, we have more on Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk some NBA. Of course, the big story today, Kyrie. Maybe we'll talk some NFL. And uh, anything you need, at Rich Davis, at Bucky Brooks, and discover, if you're a valued customer, got to remind you again, you deserve the simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. We got more next on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. 
Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.